When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one with 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 the one and call him in Would you rather get uh, shot or stabbed? Like, if you had a choice, somebody's about to attack you. Okay, somebody's about to attack me. I will hope they pull out a uh, knife because a knife okay. can vary in blade size, length. But it don't. It don't. It, we pass pulling it out. They already have the weapon drawn, and they intend to use it. If they are about to use one of these weapons. Which one would you prefer? Because at this point, you don't have no choice. Something to happen. You're going down, bitch. A knife. Because I think okay. I'll be able to, like, you can cover the wound and you can keep going where you need to go just in case they're trying to kill you. With a, with a gun, it's a, little, it's a little more erratic. Like, I don't know. It might hit an artery. Like, how deep <laughs> are you trying to stab me? The okay. knife might hit an artery, too. Yeah, but I can literally, okay, but you have set it up like, I see them coming. Ain't no way to avoid it. You say I gotta get stabbed. No, it's like imagine like you in a movie and it's about to happen in this freeze frame. I bet you're wondering how I got here. As soon as they press play, the action is happening, so you don't have a choice. You ain't see nothing coming. Uh, oh, well, you, like <laughs> now you to add a little more. Spice. I keep moving the goalposts. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, they coming. Now I'm supposed to choose gun. <laughs> what would you choose? Oh, I would. I I just feel like <laughs> a knife is so intimate. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody has to okay. be really close to you to get you with a knife. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that you can see a knife coming towards you, most likely, unless you're getting stabbed in the back. <laughs> but um, you um He's really. You're all weak, folks. You really is really hard to dodge that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get cut up either way. I don't know. I'm not saying I would rather get shot. But what I'm saying is I don't want nobody up on me like that. Because I feel like if I get stabbed, that okay. means I let them too close. You know? But what if they have the gun close to you? Mm, close range. Dead on arrival. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh-huh. With a knife, even if they're close, let's say the blade break off. You can still maneuver with a blade broken off in you. I've watched enough true crime. There's ways to maneuver around a knife. Like, I've seen people get their throat slit and still, like, walk around coherently, kind of. Not in real life. <laughs> well, not, I haven't seen it, but it was a, I was watching a true crime story and a guy tried to kill the lady and he, like, slit her throat, like, like left to right and her neck was hanging all the way back and she was trying to, she was covering, she was a nurse and she was covering it and she, and she, like, navigated to the side of the road. Oh. Well, shout and out then to she her. actually, yeah, it was scary. It was it was terrible. Yeah, she made you it. You know, I don't watch true crime or listen to true crime podcasts anymore. 
for some reason it's extremely triggering i don't know i just feel very like no i used to be able to listen to it and feel like scared like somebody finna come get me but now it feels like it be happening to me Whenever and that I only go, go ahead drink some of your soda um, it only started happening after my mom passed. Like after that, I okay. was just like, I can't listen to nothing. And my my mama didn't die under like nefarious circumstances, but I just I don't know for some reason, death like affects me really weird now. So like when people I don't even know die, I'm just like I'm crushed. I'm like devastated. I'm like no, really? the world is over. I haven't I haven't matured enough to that point yet. When I when I see stuff, I'm usually curious. I'm like, wow, I wonder how they got there. You know, like you're talking about the freeze frame. I wonder how they got here. So I wanna yeah. I wanna dive more into the story. Like I like true crime. The only thing that really creeps me out really about it is like I'm always like looking over my shoulders now. Like I'm always prepared. Like I know the killer's out there. Like I like it's just I don't know. But it also has taught me how to how like to prepare for certain situations. Let's say I'm walking down the street and someone like hits me over the back of the head and throws me in the trunk. I always walk with stuff in my hand now because so I'm going to drop it. My DNA's there, huh? They'll know I'm in the location. Unless I'm like, I don't know, like empty-handed, then I'm fucked. But I normally, I warn my mom of all the items to look for if I'm ever like missing and stuff like that in different locations. Like I'm, I've, I prepared my people for, for the time. Um, they also say you should, you should scratch uh, your assailant. Mm-hmm to get, get their DNA. DNA under your skin. Mm-hmm. You know, you might make them bleed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Get it going. I'm going to let them have Yeah, I'm not... I was just about to say, I'm not going out without a fight. Like, if yeah. you're about to tackle me and kidnap me and like, oh, you're... You're 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 not gonna get this cooch easy, buddy. You're gonna okay. have to take it by force and extreme force. I'm, I'm going hard. Like I, I, like, I honestly couldn't imagine, like... Just the thought process in that moment of, oh, shit, I'm about to get kidnapped. Like, you know, like, you know you have, like, trigger warnings. Like, your nervous system, like, can warn you of certain shit. Like, oh, shit, this is about to, like, something, something, something. And so I always think about, like, I wonder how, like, I wonder what would be my first thought in the midst of that happening. Unless they knock me unconscious. Then I have no thoughts. But if, just in case I am chloroform over your nose and a napkin or something. You know, people yeah. is crafty. I... Uh, have always been like hyper vigilant because I, I think I, I feel like I've shared I feel like I've shared so much on this podcast I have no clue so if you've ever heard this before well chances are you probably never heard this before because y'all just started listening to the podcast but anyway I feel like I've always been hyper vigilant <laughs> because that was a little shady um, <laughs> what what did uh, Raven Simone say aren't I always making albums that nobody listens to um, I <laughs> well. Point there, have always been hyper vigilant because my mama used to make us watch America's Most Wanted every Saturday. Like we had, we had to be on point. My mama was very like, okay, we can't walk the same way every day because somebody might be watching us. You know, if you came this way yesterday, go a different way the next day. We used to, you know, in Chicago, it's alleys everywhere. Like everybody mm-hmm. walks to the alley. It's not even like a thing. If you walk through the alley today, don't walk through that motherfucker tomorrow because somebody might be watching you in that alley. Switch up your route. Switch up your routine. My brain thinks like that too, though. Like, my brain automatically, like, I don't know, like, I don't know where I heard it from. They're like, but never go the same route. I usually go the same route, but the way I um, park is usually different. Um. Also, like, uh, I guess that's not helpful. Little, little things like, 
when I unlock my car door, as soon as it opens, it's locked back. So by the time I close that motherfucker, the door's already locked. You're not gonna sneak up on me, girl. The door is locked. The door is closed. You're I not getting in, bitch. My worst fear is like getting in my car, like in a rush, and somebody's in the back seat. That's that's one of my top fears because it's just like from Do the back. Do you believe your car? Well, don't answer this question. So never mind. <laughs> I mean, hypothetically, if I was a person that sometimes forgets to lock their car doors. I will always, like, I'm always vigilant. Like, I get in the car, I'm like, okay. Someone might be back there, they might have a shoestring, they might have, like you said, chloroform, um, chloroform, whatever it's fucking called. They might, they might, I don't know, they might have their dicks out. You never know. It's a, oh, it's a no, that, that might be a party. I'd be like, listen, you don't have to do this by force. Let me see it. What's going on? Can you imagine that? Like, I'm holding, like, a guy, like, trying to, like, freak you out. And he's like, uh-oh, I got in the wrong car today. It's like, bitch, you better finish what you started. I couldn't imagine somebody keep kidnapping me and then, like, keeping me, like, ungagged. Because I'm going to talk your ears off. Now, we're here now. Let's talk. What are, you, what are you going through that's making you do this? That's technically a technique you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, like, become, like, familiar and comfortable with your, like, capturer. And, like, make them feel like y'all are, like, friends and cuddling. I'm going to be like joking that. with his ass, like... You know yeah, you're doing what, too much right now, right? That's how that's what you're supposed to do. You get their trust, and then from there, when when they leave out for work one day, you sneak out from underneath the bed and you run you run to freedom. That and that has happened in real life. That's I'm gonna say that's happened to a lot of victims in real life. They were able yep. to escape because the 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 perpetrator uh, was uh, uh, slipping, you know. So. It'd be, it'd be one thing. Like, I feel like when people get comfortable, they, they get thrown off their square so they don't automatically be thinking as fluidly as they would normally. And that's all it takes. One slip up. One slip up, I'm out of there. I don't care if I'm naked or not. I'm in the streets screaming. Unless you slip my throat. Then I'm not screaming. I'm just waving my hands frantically. There was a time when I was like 11 or 12. Um, somebody tried to rob me for my groceries. And I screamed to the top of my lungs. And he, he, he went away. He was like, you doing too much. And I at, at the time... I didn't register what he had said to me, but I, I always remember him much. saying that. And I was like, me? You're trying to rob me, sir. Sir, I just have some bologna, some bread, and some Skittles in this bag. You don't, what What do you want from me? But No, I, I, I was way more than that, because my mom used to send us grocery shopping while she was at work. You think I'm going to let you steal these groceries so I can get cussed out? These food stamps is free, but it's like we not getting no more to next month. Don't play like this, okay? Go yeah, that, about your business, sir. Then I'll, I'll be forced to let him choose what you want, a knife or a gun at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, um, I'm doing the most. I'm actually quite uh, innocent here, and I'm also a child. You're robbing a child. like you. That's like, <laughs> like, that's like a double homicide right there. Like, damn, I'm, it's, not only am I a child, I'm innocent. I've done nothing to you. Were you by yourself? I wasn't supposed to be. So what had happened was mm-hmm. me and my sister was going together, but you know, she had an arm full of groceries. I had an arm full of groceries, but she was walking too slow. And I'm like, this shit heavy. We need to be walking faster. Also, it's your fault. So I got ahead of her. Oh, okay. The guy tried to, you know, take the groceries instead of my, do- and I was close to my, I was actually on my block. And this is why I get like, you know, I get anxious when somebody asks me where I'm from. Cause I'm really from 63rd. I was on 163rd. And I was like, but I was right by the house. And instead of going to the house, guess where I went? I don't think I had the key. That's what happened. I went to walk back towards my sister, and she was still walking through the alley, taking her sweet fucking time. I don't trust no Chicago alley. I feel like there's so many things that could go wrong in the alley, and they usually always go wrong. Like, rather, if you're in the car, you're going to get a pothole. 
or somebody gonna jump out, you gotta run them over. Or like if you're out of the car, somebody may rob you, or you may get hit by a car. It's a lot of. But things. you know how like most Chicago like blocks, like especially like the inner city blocks, is like I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like the front end of the block, then it's that front alley, and then it's yeah. the block, and then the yeah. alley behind the houses and stuff in between. I feel you know like all saying? Chicago blocks are split up by alleys, technically. Like yes, there's, a, there's literally. the street, the street, like the street streets. Then there's the alley. It's like it's like a mm-hmm. fucking like flag. Think of the great like the United. United States of America flag. How do you yes. say that? Yeah, <laughs> think of that. The U.S. That's, flag. Yes, the U.S. Flag. <laughs> that is like that. Oh, the oh, what a dumbass bitch. And so it's just split up like that in like halves. Super easy. But yeah, so I mean, that's part. That's part of the thrill of living in Chicago. It's like a bag of trick or treat candy. You never know what you're going to get. Um. So yeah, I used to always. So if y'all know Chicago, that it's this, it's that, it's that, it's like between 63rd and King Drive and 63rd and Cottage Grove. We stayed on 62nd and Champlain. So uh, it was, you know, but we used to always cut through. It honestly was safer to walk on 63rd at that time. It was honestly safer to walk through that alley because it was less traffic going through there than it was to walk on 63rd. So anything I used to always King, take the alley. Anything in King Drive is risky. Oh my God, the hood, the ghetto. It was just like. Do y'all have a King Drive out there? Uh yeah, and guess what it is, the ghetto. Ours is too. So I would just wonder, everybody's wonder, King Drive is the ghetto. I wonder why. I wonder how that happened. And then they have some nice parts of the King Drive, but most of King Drive is covered by the both, hood. I feel like they do that intentionally. Eighty-seven percent of. It's ridiculous. Well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is the uh, boys next door from Chicago and 63rd and um, Harvey World. Yeah, whatever that means. Um, thank y'all for I'm tuning in this week. And you're proud of that? I mean, I have no choice, bitch, at this point. <laughs> I'm committed to it this far. Um, okay, uh, and, that's, and to- that's Rich coming from the king of 63rd over there. Bitch, you got a new 63rd tale every other month, bitch. Yeah, I'm from 63rd. I'm from 79th. I'm from the west side. Like, we really just was in the slums at every point. <laughs> but technically, that's how Chicago usually is. I feel like there, it's very rare that you only stay in one part of Chicago. I feel like you move around. Like, sure. it's, just, it's just normal just to ping pong around. But you're... I'm like, from Roseland. I'm from... Um, just everywhere. East side. My last apartment in Chicago was on the east side. Oh, These I actually I actually was okay with the east side. Like out of everywhere I stayed, like the east side was cool. It was like Mexicans and like it was like hood, ghetto, crazy, but I was never like well, I didn't walk around. But okay. like I didn't fear for my life over there. Like, you know, it was okay. But that makes Chicago sound so bad. But it's not y'all, I promise. And I really hate that because even the part where I lived at, I lived up I moved up north after I lived south. And so I when living up north, it was just like a totally different world. It's just like you would not think about the parts of like what you hear about Chicago and the area I lived in. It was like families, it was like business, it was like super artsy, like, and I didn't live in like Boys Town, I lived in Logan Square, but I lived like right by Humboldt Park, so I got a little bit of like Hispanic culture, and I got like all the family culture, like when the riots were happening, like, what was that, 2020 or so, when they were like burning down the businesses and so forth and so on, it was like literally like four streets over was um, Humboldt Park, and that's where they were rioting. Humboldt Park can be a little dicey now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta be careful. 
anytime I end up on the west side, it's like, bitch, don't catch no red lights. Don't let your window down. You better run through these stop signs because if anybody catch you, it's a wrap. I like I I prefer I think I pre, well I prefer the north side just for the safeness of it quote unquote I guess but I also I actually like the south side too like I, something about south feels right a lot of times yeah you I'm find the right areas a, but yeah I'm definitely a south side girl and you can find some hella nice apartments for hella cheap yeah and then so. like I feel like they've done a really good job just like renovating it and just like keeping it fresh and just like all this stuff like you you definitely got to go to the right areas like of course but still like mm-hmm. I like it I'm a south side guy um if you want to follow us on Instagram I think you should uh, hit us up at boys next door pod you can send your questions and stuff there in the DMs or you can email us at boys that's not the email it's at boys next door at gmail.com and uh uh, YouTube Boys Next Door Pod every Monday you get an episode allegedly and <laughs> look that was not my fault that was not my fault what day y'all we work for ourselves we do everything uh, on our own so you just got to get it when you get it bitch like the, I feel like the podcast also always released on time and then when it don't we get harassed anyway by y'all <laughs> and then the YouTube usually varies but it's usually like either the same day or the day after so Y'all don't even watch fucking YouTube anyway while we're talking about it. Y'all, right. y'all, y'all subscribe. We really to- only record the post on Instagram at this point. Literally. And we get, like, y'all been wilder today on Instagram. We got to get, like, shout out to y'all. Y'all did y'all shit, but y'all like the nasty shit. The Codis Act is a nasty bunch of harlots, okay? We try to talk about mental health and we try to talk about dating, but no, y'all want to talk about fucking. We, we threw some music shit in there. Y'all didn't give no fuck about no music. Y'all, that's what y'all want to hear about. Dicks and, dicks and hoes. Dicks and hoes. But guess what? You gonna get it anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know if I told y'all, but my name is Blackberry. And I'm Kim Lush. Um, happy Halloween. Uh, I have the orange light on today. I did too. I was like, I was like, he wanted to be me so bad. That's why I started giggling in the big early part. I'm like, oh, I got my orange light on, and he wanted to be me, so he put his on. I get it. I was trying I... to do like the little thing to make the balloon pop up, but I think I turned it off. Oh, oh we got bubbles. Oh, we got she bubbles. Scared. She scared me. <laughs> she scared. We got bubbles. She still, she still scared me. I need to update my phone so I can do that because that seems yeah. fun. Yeah, with um, I don't even. Know. I am. If you're, by the time this episode comes out, my outfit would already have been seen, probably if I decided to post it, but I am Patrick Starr for Halloween, Patrick Starr from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Claps for Patrick, claps for Patrick. I think I'm gonna get another costume for Halloween night. Like, but I don't know what I'm gonna get, because the outfit I want, like I read the reviews, it's the only mm. one that's gonna come the fastest, and it's like, I don't know if I wanna, if I, but, but we'll see. If I dress up for like the actual night of Halloween, um, we'll talk about it on the next episode. I got on a little piece of my costume. Y'all want to see? Oh, a YouTube exclusive. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to say what it is. You got to watch to see. Oh. Those are cool. She walked in the club like nobody's business. I was thinking lady. That was, God it's, damn. it's very Lady Gaga-esque. Very Lady Gaga-esque. Roma, Roma, ma. I still know most of that choreo, by the way. Lady Gaga was my girl in 2009, 2010. Lady Gaga she still back is. in that, that 2009, 2010 run was nasty. Like, it, just untouchable. She is 
the woman I wish I was. You know what I want to do one Halloween? I want to dress up as like like her paparazzi performance at the VMAs. With the blood dripping? I want the blood and everything. I want to be hanging from something. Well, hopefully next year when we're in the same city, we'll be able to have a special Halloween episode. You know, I don't like telling people like my plans because I ran that by somebody Oh. And it was like, y'all, you want to move there? And I was like, well, now I don't know. That's why I don't like telling nobody nothing. Because I really don't like outside opinions on nothing. When I moved to Houston, it was almost a shock to everybody. Like, once I had it finalized, that's mm-hmm. when I was like, I'm moving in 30 days. Everybody was like, hey, excuse me? I was like, yeah, I didn't want to talk to y'all about it because I knew y'all was going to say no. So, See, I feel like I knew, but I didn't believe you. So it's kind of like, okay, we'll see how it goes. And the, but I feel like that's the best way though because I feel like a lot of times people project their own insecurities about their own placement and what they're doing and where they're at onto other people unknowingly. Sometimes they do it on purpose, but sometimes people are very projective of all that shit. And so I kind of just practice like if I want to tell you, I'm gonna tell you. I have already locked in my mind what I'm going to do. How you feel about mm-hmm. it? How you feel about it? And there's nothing that you can really shake or say to me that's gonna make me think otherwise. Because if if you can make me doubt something. That means that I, I already was a confident decision I had made. So I deserve to be um, t- like deterred from it. So, but I get well, it. I think we should go ahead and light the blunt. What you want to light your blunt to this week? I want to light my blunt to just putting myself out there and just doing what I feel is best to get mm-hmm. success and get results and just making sure. And shit being happen. a slut. Oh, always being a slut. It wouldn't be me if I wasn't a little slutty. What are you lighting to? Um, I don't know. Hopefully, I get some dick this weekend. That's what I'm lighting hey, to. It's a party. I don't know if I necessarily want some, but like all week, I've been having like. <laughs> don't look so disappointed. Because I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah, because you know I'm wishy washy. Like you know, okay. I've been, I've been, I've been needing the inside of my whole scratched. Like a scratching post by a cat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, do I feel like cleaning out? Do I feel like trying to be sexy? My hair not done. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Do you perform like better f- sexually when you feel sexy? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Usually, I feel sexy if I'm high and or drunk. Usually both, oh. but it's like. Um, I don't know. I have to get. I have to get myself started. Like I have to start the engine up myself. Like you know, in in the winter, mm-hmm. you gotta preheat your car before you sit in that motherfucker. I kind of. I feel like we talked about this on a recent episode too. We did. That's why I brought it up. We was talking about Chicago winters. I feel like I gotta preheat my hole because I'm I'm not gonna just. When I say preheat my hole, I mean like I have to play with myself before I get some dick because I need. It's worse than what I thought about. <laughs> I have to open up beforehand. I have to get ready to take all this. I try to use the biggest one, so I try to, you know, excavate yeah. everything. I bet, because uh, if the tunnel's already open, it's easier for the next fucking tour group to come through. That's true, but also, <laughs> it sometimes it makes it worse. Because if oh. you're getting fucked and then your hole close up for too long, that re-entry is worse than the first entrance. Have you ever experienced that? Well, I feel like that's my entire life. I feel like I have a little skittle hole, and so it's just so little and so tight and so warm. I feel like every t- every entry is the first entry. It's always like fucking a virgin over here. But a lot of guys don't like fucking tight holes. That'd be the thing. A no, they don't. Just, 
A lot of and niggas anybody like, saying they do are a lot of niggas like loose sloppy hoes, and so I feel like I feel like it really just goes. <laughs> it's really just about the brand that you have and whatnot and what you prefer. I don't I don't think most niggas like loose sloppy hoes. I think niggas like hoes that they don't have to fight to get into. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to fight to get in mine. It's just it's yes, just you have to like. You have to tease it. Like my hoe likes to be teased. Like yeah, it needs no. to be licked on and kissed on and just like per, like kitty kitty. Bitch, purr, purr. it's not a. I know we're ladies, but it's not a vagina. Open your hole, bitch. I can once you play with it a little. It's 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 like I it doesn't like I don't want no stranger just frolicking through my forest. It's a nice, cozy place in there, and you need to have a visitor pass. Only way you get a visitor pass is with your tongue. So use your tongue, and then you can get in there easier. Like every time I've got it, my ass ain't really good. Ready to go, like you talk, like my engine is revving and purring and oh shit, and then the smoke. I always react and I be telling myself not to react, <laughs> and then I always think about you saying, "Bitch, just just keep talking." That's why I gotta watch the YouTube that y'all don't never click on. It's like, Hell no, because y'all been y'all begging for the YouTube since we started this shit. We got the YouTube, y'all don't even tune in, but at least y'all listening, I guess. I will okay. While we while we there, um, I also want to light the blunt to a little gratitude because I heard something is oh, I cannot remember what I was listening to, mm-hmm. but um, fuck, I like to be giving people credit when I be talking about that shit, but I can't remember why I heard this anyway. Um, I I of course am you know ready for the podcast to grow a little more. But I do remember um, saying even like a year ago how I want the podcast to grow a little more. And the podcast has grown a little more, like I asked for. So it's like, okay, I want it to grow more, but I also have already gotten what I asked for. And you guys have been great listening. Aww. Yeah, I agree. I I feel like you have to be super intentful with your like, request to the universe or however whoever you're requesting it to because the universe or whoever you're requesting it to god whoever um they'll give you what you ask for so you have to make sure like you put in all the details in because if they listen they all right listen correctly universe i want a million downloads let's make it happen let's do it let's do it you know one day we're going to say something or one day we're going to do something or say the right topic and it's just going to be wildfire from there and then we're going to look back on this moment and be like well that's what we asked for, child. Now do you think it. we would ever like get signed to a network? Like, would you ever want to do that, or do you not I want to talk so. about that publicly? <laughs> I, I feel like if I was going to take it in a way of saying yes because I feel like it would be great to just to manifest growth in every opportunity that we could. My only thing would be them trying to take away from the authenticity of what we have. Don't and try so to railroad I, I, us. Just give us the money and leave us alone now. Let us cook. I feel like I feel like literally if if somebody came and dropped the bag on us, I feel like we'll be able to do everything that we think that we want to do, because I feel like we're both super creative. I feel like we are like our listeners listen and love what we love what we produce and what we give them each week. And so I feel like if we just had a bag, we'll be able to really step it up because like we don't really talk to y'all about like the behind the scenes shit. Like we we mentioned here and there about living in the same city, whatever. We mentioned that for years, but I feel like y'all don't know how like the ideas that we have and the like just the intent that we have with the podcast in general. So I feel like 
with the right signing and the right backing, I feel like we'll be able to accomplish a lot more with this, with this platform. Since we're manifesting, I also would like to manifest more collaborations. And I want to collaborate yeah. with you other gays. I know y'all got podcasts too, so stop acting like y'all don't want to talk freaky on this podcast. And I feel like even our freaky is like a safe kind of freaky. Like if y'all go back and y'all listen to other interviews that we've had um, with other guests, we've delved in and we've given like the boys next door style interactions. <laughs> but I'll but we like, do tone down the raunchy when it's other people because we are we do know how to have a little coof now. Just a little, but enough enough to get us through an episode with a collaboration. So if y'all are listening and y'all actually have platforms where like where y'all post weekly and y'all actually like updated and whatnot i love these tricks that you do you can only watch the tricks on the youtube so make sure you subscribe and watch the youtube but yeah. patreon coming soon yeah and allegedly allegedly we i feel like we like okay whatever i won't get into it but we have enough content that we do and that we put out and that we create amongst ourselves and like that we talk about where a patreon would be very like influential to you you know my thing about Patreon is we gonna have to like record more than like two or three times a week to like do that type of content. It's 100%. like, oh girl, I barely be pulling through ideas for one week. And, but I feel like I feel like with our podcast, like I can't really compare us to anybody else because I feel like there's not another podcast that do and present what we present to our listeners. Like we're very like. I won't say we're niche, but I will say that like we're a very well-rounded you podcast. Where you... They caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I feel like we're just we're we're like a certain taste. Like I always think about how like I want to career as myself a cupcake, but cupcake is a very niche brand of a rap strips. And I I always just like. I feel like instead of always trying to please everyone, I just want to please the people that understand the product that we are presenting. So, um, I think that was great. I think even uh, like I feel like even when we disagree, we got the same we got the same thing in our brain. Yeah. So even when you be like making me mad and I want to bust you upside your head with a bottle, it's like. I'm not really mad. I just kind of, you know, I'm yeah. irritated, you know. Oh, I'll be wondering I, what you be saying about me when we be arguing. Though. I I literally just be like, I okay, and this is, I would tell y'all behind the scenes. So, <laughs> we'll randomly disagree about the most minute thing. We don't ever have big, big disagreements because we literally have the same mission. And when you have the same mission and you're on, the, on, your, when you're on one accord, it's a lot easier to get past the small disagreements. And we don't have like we don't really have personal disagreements except for that one time. One time I was ready to beat your ass, but uh. yeah, that was bad. But it was it was that was <laughs> I, I wrote I wrote that in a notebook like don't never forget this. But um, I just yeah, it, it, it just, it, it, never forget that you started it too. But go ahead. I didn't start it. I don't remember what it was, but I know it was, it was July last year. Are you are you talking about when we was um are we talking about the same thing first of all when we was like um we was about to record and we started arguing and I was like I'm not recording with your ass. Oh and I was okay, yeah, okay. Yes, that day. I wrote that down. Because we were just like I was tired, everybody was aggravating me. I came on. He took me being short as like whatever okay. Blackberry tip. It, whatever energy you bring, 
he's going to automatically under like not understand it, but he's going to become defensive to it. So if if he feel like you're going to be combative or you're in a space where you just like uh-uh, he gonna be uh-uh right with you and y'all gonna be uh-uh together. And so like we got on and he was literally like, "Do you not want to record?" I'm like, "No, I'm here. Let's record." And then he's like. Something happened. We had a little back and forth. And, and he the, I got, because I'm going to tell you what the back and forth was. It was dead ass fucking wrong. But go ahead. Go home on. What was the back and forth about? What had happened was you was having issues with like your computer or your phone or something. And it was an issue that we always have. It was something related to that. Something technology related. And we always mm-hmm. had, had that same issue at that time. I guess we not having it no more because we don't, I don't even know what it was. Look, um, progress. Shout out, shout out. Growth. <laughs> And um, and I was about to say something. You was like, I don't want to hear it. I already know what you about to say. I got to fix such and such. I was like, I wasn't even about to say that. You just assumed I, I was about to say that. And you was like, yeah, you did say it. And I was like, I never said it because I never got to because say anything because you, you started going it. off. Ken, on my mama's tombstone oh my in God. the ground. I ain't got nothing across right hand of God. I was about to say something totally different. And that's why I was okay. so shocked when you started yelling at me. I was like, how did we get here? I wasn't even about to say anything. I never said what you thought I said. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. I, I remember that argument because I was so flabbergasted. Normally, I have a side in something, even if I think I'm right. I was innocent. Right. I don't, I don't recall. He don't agree, so. y'all. <laughs> Listen, I went to school for public relations. I know I know how to spur my way out of any situation you present. But the thing is, I feel like we have worked through how to communicate a lot better. And it shows because, like, at the end of the day, I feel like there is nothing but love and support between us. And I feel like that drives and pushes everything. What is that? <laughs> is that Jim Bean? It's my favorite Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay, look at that. What classy bitches. I wish I had something. I'm gonna drink some water. But I feel like I feel like we we've learned how to like communicate a lot better in the last two years doing the podcast than we have like our entire friendship. Like we I feel like we just understand each other language a lot better. And so it's a lot easier to communicate and get points across and like I know when to back down and I know when to push a point. And I feel like that's vice versa as well. So my, but my version of backing down is like I don't got enough to say to you. <laughs> like I would, yeah. I literally, I have to like shut down because otherwise it yeah. would just keep going and going and going. And if like when I get real mad, I be wanting to burn it down like Khaleesi, bitch. I be wanting to take everything down with me. That's why I be like, you know what? Let me take a moment because it's yeah. really, it really never even be that serious. It just be oh, you click the right button right then. Yeah. And I feel like I'm very reactive in general. Like, like my nat, like my natural disposition always catches people off guard because I'm very just like, what y'all doing on the podcast? You're I, sassy. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. And I, but I feel like sassy. <laughs> it's the way you act. The way you act. <laughs> I won't lie. So let me tell you something. It's so funny you say that. At work this week, this boy who I was in training with, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was in a really good mood. I was just feeling myself. I had a cute outfit on. I think I saw a boy I liked. I was just like bumping it, like just feeling it. And he's like, you're so sassy. And bitch, when I say I have not talked to him since, because I hate being called sassy because I feel like I'm not sassy. I was like, 
I'm that's a sassy way to handle that situation by avoiding him and being that's so sassy <laughs> yeah he was like giving out candy and he was giving out mamas i love fucking mamas and i was like you know what i'm mad i'm not even gonna look your way i was eyeing that fucking candy so he was handing out the full fucking pack and i know he wanted me to ask for some, but he knew i wasn't and so i was like i'm not dealing with it but i don't think i'm sassy i think i'm very just like as i was saying before i think i can be super confrontational and so my way of being anti-confrontational is just to back up a little bit. And so I need to reassess shit because I know how my personality can come off because I'm super like, as y'all see on the podcast, I'm super goofy, I'm super fun. Like I'm very like, I'm very all that. But then it's like, there's these tones and these cuts of, I guess, sassy. And, it, and I think that's what catches people off guard because they don't expect that to come with the fucking comp, like the joke that I am. Well, I I don't even know how we started talking about that, but um, how I was attacked for my yeah. character. <laughs> First of all, it wasn't an attack on your character. I was just recalling the events the way that they happened, and you want to know what you want to know what pisses me off about that argument so bad. No, right before, I don't. right before, I don't, right I don't, I don't, don't want to know. Actually, I'm gonna tell you. Right before it happened, because it was a tape oh issue, my. so I stopped recording, and I was like, "Let me play the tape back." But I had already stopped recording. I was like, "I can't even prove to him that I never said it, and he's never gonna believe me because he thinks he's right, but he's, you're not, and God knows, and and everyone in heaven knows." Because <laughs> let me tell you something. What's the first topic for the day? Okay, let's talk about the topic. Yeah. Let's move on. I want to go straight to this one in case we were out of time. They said I'm sassy. Tell Wolfgang to stop stealing people packages and then he can have a part of this conversation. <laughs> Don't talk about my sweet angel. <laughs> what did he say? Listen, uh, what she, who was she talking to? Let me tell you something, Sheree. Don't go there with the kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I don't even know if that's his exact quote, but she was definitely going at Sheree. Yeah. Sheree was talking about her son. Whatever. Um, oh, my God. Oh, that's so stupid. I want to talk about the gays and exposing DL men. Um, this comes off oh, of... Oh, I didn't think we were going there that fast. You want to you start somewhere else? <laughs> no, we can jump right on in. <laughs> I this okay so this comes from Dwight Howard being exposed again for being gay allegedly and um so back in I want to say June July this story first came out I feel like uh, where he was being sued for like uh basically like sexual intimidation I don't know what the exact like claim was um <clears throat> anyway so this stuff is coming back out uh because apparently, I guess the suit is coming back. I don't know if, I, listen, all I know is Basically, Dwight the Howard, charges were filed in 2021 of last year. It went under the cover. They brought back up recently this year, and now he's going to court for it soon, I think, or something like that. Okay, and so initial reaction was if Dwight Howard hit my DM and was like, I want to see that meat, I'm like, um, I'm on my way. Like, what are you talking about? I'm already there. I will figure out how to suck it when I, I get there. Call, I will call the fucking <laughs> helicopter, an uh, owl or a broom. 
whatever you need, I am at your call. I'm not gonna tell nobody except for the, like five people, <laughs> and I it won't come to the internet. That was my initial reaction. Right. Next step, he keeps like making these videos. The first one was like, aha, okay, he's poking fun of himself. Second one is getting a little weird because it's like moving on to point three. You're being sued, okay, for a sexual assault type things. Right. For something that you are alleged to have done okay so now it's not even just oh you've been exposed now you plan this goes back to that thing that i was going on on my live a couple weeks ago when that boy was accused of sexual assault and he kept making jokes about it i'm like sir you can go to jail for this and i'm not deleting this because i cooperate with the police because i'm not no street nigga. um so yeah that kind of turned me off a little bit but Basically, what I want to talk about, and if you, you know, I mean, obviously, comment on the Dwight thing, but like, how do you feel about the gays exposing DL men? And how do you feel about DL men? Like, we can go so many places with this. Well, I know you're the DL hunter, but I also believe yeah. that you do have like a different position on it. Yeah. What I think you have. Yeah, I think so. I feel like lately I've just been like re-identifying and like really just trying to unpack the attraction to DL men that I have, but also what gay men have in them. And so like what I've really like come to think about is the fact that a lot of times a lot of gay men seek masculinity and they find that a lot easier in DL men. DL men then <clears throat> thus use their power and their strength of knowing that there is this attraction, this hold on the gays. It takes advantage of that a lot of times. What the gays often try to do is, and me in general, and I can't just say gays, or I'm included in that, I feel like a lot of times we put these false sense of hope and heteronormative thoughts into what you could be with a DL man, because he is still DL, whether he has a girlfriend, so forth and so on. So then you start seeing yourself like, I could be his bitch. Or I can be his number one. And they're not in that place yet. And so sometimes it's literally like, if you're going to be with a DL man in any capacity, you have to know your place in that situation. Just like you have to know your place in any situation, in any relationship. You can't put more on anyone than they're actually ready to handle. How I would never expect me, this is just me personally, I don't expect anyone that's still struggling with their sexual identity to ever invest romantically with me because they don't even know who they are yet to love me properly. I should never expect that type of affection or love from someone who literally is hiding such a large part of themselves due to whatever circumstance, which is my next point. A lot of times when it comes to exposing D.O., man, I feel like it's such an emotional thing. And it's also telling of a story in two different parts. A lot of us gays were able to just be gay and just like, like, just like go and just be gay. Not like be gay, not just like go and be gay and just be like. But we say, like, but some of us, some people have never had to come out. It's just like. It was known. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then there was a lot of us who were either like forced out due to whatever circumstance or just like a lot of times our own family can be abusive in that way and make us a black sheep and so forth. And there's different situations that can happen in a lot of different ways, if you get what I'm saying. So there's a lot of different 
factors that factor into how someone relates to their sexuality. That person has not found their way to actually explain or understand with themselves what their sexuality is. Whether it's attract, attraction to gays, or it's attractive to being attracted to trans women. Like there's a lot of different avenues that they're still trying to understand for themselves. Well, we've already went through that avenue, whether by force or by choice. So you have to give those people like some grace to really just figure out their shit before you try to figure out their shit for them. And that's where it goes wrong every time. Because you're trying to force your idea of what you want from the situation on someone who, whether we want to believe it or not, whether we're being told this or not, is not there yet. We have to learn to enjoy our own story without trying to write pages for somebody else's book. Enjoy your own book. Enjoy your own Say a word, girl. Okay. Like, it's just like, like, I really hate that Dwight Howard's in this situation. And if it was, if it's not a case of someone trying to get money from him, I feel like he should get the rightful, like, judgment for for sexually assaulting someone at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, whether DL or not. I feel like Stefan should have taken a lot more choice in. There's a ways of anonymously reporting shit. There's ways of going about this. And if he feel like the only way to do this and get his rightful judgment and to sleep better at night is to expose someone, and it's not for emotional things or if it's not for like a get back moment, if it's not for any of that shit, I fully side with him, period. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I'm gonna be honest, like when it first came out, it really gave like, oh, you was mad, you didn't get your way, so now you were trying to expose this man. and then when the when the story about Kitty came out, now Kitty is a key. Kitty, and Kitty. They're, still, they're still trying to find this Kitty. There's a Kitty out here that. We got need that Miss Kitty. Where you at, girl? We need to talk, sister. Miss Kitty you had on her pumps and her twenty eight piece. Miss Kitty. Um, yeah, like. Like I thought that was crazy. I was like, I was like, that was the fact. That was the part that threw me. Cause I thought it was just Dwight and Stefan at first, and then Kitty got thrown in, and they started. I'm like, why do I to describe Kitty, 55, um, with a beard and a bad wig? I said, now wait a minute. That's probably where Stefan was like, bitch, this is not what I signed up for. This is not it. Yeah, I came across a real today actually, or maybe yesterday. Um, it was three girls, I guess they, they have a podcast. Um, but uh, well, they had mics in front of their faces, so I'm assuming they had podcasts. <laughs> and I can't. Well, that was a little uh, shady. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. Because I was just saying, I'd be liking to give people their credit, but I can't remember what it was because it was just. I thought, I thought you were saying that just because somebody gets on something. There, I do have thoughts about people who. Okay. But. Um, they were talking about, uh, you know, what if you walk in and catch your man fucking a man? And one of the girls was like, you know, I would never, like, that would be such a turnoff. Another girl was like, I think it's kind of hot, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so my whole thing is, we could eradicate DL men if we can get women, especially on board with, like, not shaming people for liking the same sex. Because Why? a lot of that is derived and directly linked back to women being homophobic because these men first of all a homophobic man more likely than not already has an issue with his sexuality whether they want to admit it or not because there's no way you give this much of a fuck about somebody else liking dick up their cooter hole okay get a fucking life 
But women specifically who are homophobic and they be like, uh, that's gay. A man who orders a martini at brunch, gay. Like a man who goes to brunch, gay. Yeah. A man holding an umbrella, gay. So if this man has feelings for men or he has feelings for trans people and he's going to be looked at as gay by his community of people, uh, of course he's going to be in the fucking closet, bitch, because he exactly. don't want to be ridiculed and prosecuted and persecuted, I mean, for being anything other than a straight... <laughs> <laughs> right. Prosecuted, depending on where you live, bitch, you're going to get killed okay. for being gay. Okay. So it's like, if we could get rid of all of that, we could get rid of people having to be exposed. We can get rid of people having to come out of the closet because it was, I I know back in the caveman days, everybody was hunching everybody. Ain't nobody know what that was. They saw holes and they wanted to stuff them. And that's the thing. Like sexuality has been around for forever. It's just new pages being written about it every fucking day. Like there's there's new there's it's just better ways of exploring now. Like I remember being young as fuck, sneaking watching real sex and taxi cab confessions and you know like be like having cartoon never gonna click back. So when I heard my mama walking past the door, cause I had two doors in my old room. Like you could enter from the other side or this side and so you. I never knew which side she gonna pop in. What channel was y'all? Uh, cause I used to like if I was watching like uh, H. Okay, I used to I think forty seven was Nickelodeon, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. It was 4732. 55 was BET. Oh, I thought 55 was Disney Channel. It depended on oh. what, because cause at some point Comcast had changed their channels a little bit yeah, at some yeah. point. Oh my God, why do uh, I remember those still? Uh, BET was 75, I think. 76 yes, was VH1. Yes. Yeah, I think 61 was MT, which 60 or 61 was MTV VH1. Those I feel cool. like 61 was like CMT or some shit. I don't feel like. Oh yeah, and so fifty two, fifty three was either. MV. Oh yeah, fifty two, fifty three was Disney Channel, and I think fifty five was Nickelodeon. Fifty six was Cartoon Network. <laughs> Why are we talking about this, this? Where did this come from? This has been so Chicago. Oh, literally. Oh, I was saying like, um, like you were saying about the switches to the last channel. That's why I asked because I used to have it on HBO, and I flick it back to Disney Channel, whatever, whatever was mm-hmm. safe. Right. Okay. Rumbling. Who that come? Watch out. I, I definitely used to watch uh, Sue Johansson, Freaky Self, rest in peace to the queen of uh, yes. the super freaky grandma for real. See, um, like, and like, I always wonder, like, if those who were like able to really explore their sexuality young, like, turned out to be like super freaky, <clears> or if it, like, when does it get to the point of where the, where you create boys next door? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. It's, it is weird to talk about because I was so young, but I was freaked out so young. Like, I wasn't doing nothing with nobody, but I was yeah. a porn addict as a kid. So, yeah, I'm I, I freaked feel, out. You know? I was like, I feel like eight, nine is when I really started like getting like super curious. And I was like, okay, what's going on? I remember getting banned on the AOL chat rooms for like asking for dick pictures um, of celebrities and shit. I was the like, AOL I chat rooms is such a flashback. I used to have oh so much God. cyber sex on AOL chat. What was that about? See, like, <laughs> and it was like, it was crazy. Like, why were we out there doing that type of shit? Like, and then when, when like Yahoo, Yahoo Messenger, and, and I was, it, just, it was, <laughs> I was like, Yahoo changed it the game, so It was a crap. I was like, whoa, I was in all them gay chat rooms, underage, oh talking about God. I'm 18. <laughs> yes. And I was oh on the party God. line. You you was on the party line? No, I didn't do the party line. I was always afraid it was going to show up on my caller ID. I always wanted to, though. 
I used to call the party line faithfully. Um, Chicago Mail, The Raven. Like, I used to call all them party lines. I used to put on my deep voice. And I, we used to get it popping. It did used to... Um, like you can make a, a free account right so with your phone number so like mm-hmm. um every time you would log in you get your messages people can leave you like voice messages um you can just listen to everybody i've never heard of this it was the one it was this one that was like real hood it's like where all the black people definitely was it was like like black have, people like, meet kind of it was how they had they like group chat rooms then they had you could get out get on your private rooms some people used to have rooms they weren't even talking freaky they were just talking regular i'm like i don't want to be in here what a freaky chat he's not blocked <laughs> i definitely was like like a, yeah what? so like all of i say all of that to say like these repressed these sexually repressed men are going to keep ending up in situations like this because unfortunately a lot of people are homophobic and you know it's not it is a lot it's a like i respect every gay person that actually walks in their truth every day because it takes a lot like and Mm -hmm. the world does not want to give that to us so we have to give that to each other we have to extend that energy to other to to just like appreciate each other like we are in the same space we are sharing the same story we may all come from different avenues of life where we're all on the same path wherever you're trying to do wherever we're trying to be we're all trying to be something but we're all at the end of the day gay as fuck so let's just like try to be on the same page and just love on each other just a little bit more like it's hard out here like we have to respect people respect people in their story respect people in their past just respect each other now i don't fool with dl men and i won't okay yeah i, I, I stand by that okay don't trust me either them. and i had an experience okay and i had an experience two weeks so maybe about two weeks ago at this point I'm still not ready to talk about because it, it was like a deal man was in the mix, but it was like I didn't bring him into the mix. I didn't know this man. Somebody that I was around um, had this. Uh, well, I did not know the man. Can this just be a confession that, so you can get it out? Because you've been hinting at it for like a week. I'm still not ready to talk about it, but okay. it, it was just okay. like very like uh, scary. Scary. I haven't been scared in a minute. That was scared. I have a story too. So whenever you want to tell your story, I wasn't going to ever tell my story. But it happened a couple weeks ago. And I, I may never tell mine. I mean, okay. you know, I'm alive. But I felt like I. Yeah. It was a chance. Same. So I get it. Um. So yeah, I I don't fool around. We're here. So I don't I don't if y'all fooling around with these DL men. First of all, be, be careful. careful. Be vigilant. Yeah. Like, um. It's hard, like, they're so tempting, I know. With it, I was about to say, it's hard to tell people not to do it, because niggas be fine. Like, I might fold for one, you know, but, you know, the head, we got to see. But I don't go for that. I may, I may start talking to them. I've never done it, but it's something I may <laughs> Um. So be careful, number one. Number two, uh, don't fall in love. Be for real. I know, I know it's hard yeah. when you're young, especially. Don't be smart. Don't be a dumb bitch. Okay, think think with your brain, not your asshole. And you can wrap your brain around the tip of his dick head, like which has a brain, right? But you don't have to fall in love with him. I'm a little tipsy. I had a couple sips of wine. I'm did very you, easy. Did you do your homework? Uh, I did not. I would like to do my homework, but... Uh, oh, Oh, speaking to that boy? Yeah. I haven't seen him all week. I haven't even seen his car. I think he left me. I don't know. 
I think I've seen this car one day this week. But uh, that is so, I don't even want to like talking about that. It sounds like, I feel like Joe Goldberg. <laughs> I don't want to feel like that. Um, it's okay. This is, a, this is another, another thing I wanted to talk about. I don't even know. How long are we running right now? I feel like we've been rambling. 54. Okay. Yikes. Um, I want to talk about... <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to wrap this shit up. You know what I hate? Why we right here? What? I hate when I'm listening to. Like, I don't know somebody's... where this is gonna go because you were drinking <laughs> wine. So Andy, so I'm. Just... I'm very much Judge Judy. You, Judge Judy, always be telling people you're not gonna guess where I'm going. So yeah, that's how just... I feel. I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> that's literally what I was about to say, bitch. We're in sync today. I love that for us. Um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Oh, you did. I hate when I'm listening to other people's podcasts, and it uh-huh. really sounds like they would rather be dragging their asshole across a board of nails than recording the episode. And it's like, damn, do you hate us that bad? You should have just skipped this week if you really didn't feel like doing this. Like, I don't like the energy. I don't even want to listen to this right now. Honestly, and I feel like this is like a certain amount of commitment you gotta have. Like, I feel like no matter how beat down me and you feel, we get on here every week and we're like, listen, bitches, we're giving you, we're like literally like <laughs> pouring our last bit of juice out. We're like Lady Gaga on the stage. Like we're bleeding out. Cause I, you. you know what I would rather be doing right now than talking to you? No shade. I would what? rather be getting my back cracked. I don't want to be here talking right now. I want to be fucking. <laughs> me too, honestly. And that's what I was thinking about too. Cause I was like, I should pull up on this nigga. Cause I actually did my fucking homework, y'all. Ow. Oh, and so I was like, yeah, rather, bitches be so mad that I'm an A plus student. They out here failing. But it's just like, I it's just, you have to commit to this shit and you really gotta mean it. And so I hope y'all feel the love when we be talking to y'all about all our business. Cause we know, y'all know all our business. I, can't, I was just thinking earlier, I can't wait till we get to the point where we, y'all can start telling y'all business and we can fall back a little bit because I'm tired of talking about myself. It's, let's speed this process up. 100, down, 100 million downloads. Let's get it done, bitch. We can get it done. Let's do it. Um, I came across this topic on The Breakfast Club. Uh, one of the listeners called in and was like, um, he took this girl out. He flew her out. He spent around about $1,000 on the whole trip, like the food, everything. Um, and the girl um, did not warn him beforehand that he wasn't going to get no pussy when she, get, when she came out there. So he felt some type of way that he had spent all his money on his girl and she ain't fucked. Um, so I just want to know, like, I, how do you feel about getting flued out? And do you, are you, do you expect to put some pussy out when you get flued out? Or is it just like, you know, what? Yes. One hundred percent. I feel same. Like, I if, agree. <laughs> if a nigga fly easy? me, we are. I, we, I must be. Because if a nigga fly me out, if a nigga fly me out, you earned that. You earned you're getting that. Fucked. At least. <laughs> you're, you earned that. You have earned that. And that's why it's just like it's certain actions. Maybe we some basic bitches, but it's certain. Act, okay, unless you put me on the spirit, then I may have to play hard to get. But you still gonna get some action. But it's just like certain things. It's just like. You at least deserve to get kiss, your dick kissed. Just a little nibble. Just a little something. I feel like, um, not that you should ever be, I mean, I'm, I don't, you can't control how other people's expectations are, but not that you should right. ever be obligated to put your uh, hole on right. him if he fly right. you out. I'm saying for <laughs> Lay me, that if, hole on him, bitch. if I allow a man to fly me out, 
I'm, yeah. I obviously want to give him some ass. Like, I'm not going to get flued out by nobody I don't want to fuck. That's just I, me. Honestly, it's just like, and honestly, why would you want to get flown out somewhere secluded with somebody that you wouldn't feel safe enough to want to fuck or something like that? It's just like, I read, um, I listened to a podcast earlier this week, and they were like, I forgot what they were like, never mind. But it was still like, I just wouldn't expect to be put in that situation with somebody and not expect them to want to fuck. Like, of course, right. you have the right. Of course, you have the right to not to fuck. I remember what they said. They said you should only go on vacation like that or get flowed down with somebody if y'all have already fucked. So okay. that way, it's not it's not a transition or it's not an expectation. It's kind of like, if you that fuck, makes you sense. Fuck, but you, so it's a lot easier. And so I would rather be in that situation. Like, I feel like if you're flying me out, unless we've been, like, talking for, like, a minute and it just, like, has not been able to make it happen or, like, you're a rapper basketball players, something like that, like, and then I'm signing NBAs, of course, but, um, or boxer, and so, like, you just have to be careful, you just, like, you have to play your cards right, in all these or janitor, <laughs> <laughs> bus driver, <laughs> them niggas that push mops know how to stroke, okay, oh, wait a minute, now we just going through the dick, <laughs> wherever the dick at, we there, I feel like, um, I, 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 but I also think it's corny for a guy to automatically assume he gonna get some ass because he flew somebody out. It's like, if you just wanted to pay for a prostitute, I'm sure you could have went up the street and found that. The prostitutes are literally okay. still around all the time. Like, you didn't have to fly me out for that. Like, you you as a as the as the person who is But don't you feel fluid, kind of, like, really good? Like, oh my God, he chose me over a prostitute. I've never thought about it like that, babe. <laughs> I've never compared myself to a prostitute, so I would know. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna say what I was going to say, but sometimes <laughs> that can feel like in it, like an exchange. Yeah, uh, I definitely don't want it to feel transactional. I don't want it to. I don't want to exactly. feel like you just fly me out the fuck, even if that is the case. Like, put a little sazon on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you even set yourself up for that, though? Like, okay, so, like, let's say, like, let's say, like, a guy is trying to fly you out. Like, do you, do you say no because you know he's going to want to fuck? Or do you, like, how do you, like, how do you, how do you even navigate that? Because, like, So, we might as well jump right into confessions because I have a confession. <laughs> so, this, this happened, uh, 2020, pandemic era, right? This guy uh, wanted to fly me out. Uh-huh. Um, and so he had got the ticket and everything. I agreed to go, everything. Like, I was like, the, tri- the, the tickets was booked. But then this COVID thing kept happening. And I was like, they were saying, like, you know, old people and people with breathing problems. And, like, these people are going to die. So I was just like, and my mom lived with me. Right. And so I was real scared about even, like, interacting with her during that time because I'm like this lady already got breathing problems I you would hate no I would hate to be the reason you know right. you know what I'm saying yeah, and then anyway she died like 10 months later so it was like whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you do here ignore <laughs> We have, we have a dark humor, so we get. I'm it. sorry, I be I be I be forgetting yeah. it. Everybody, be, people be so caught off guard when I make deaf jokes. About I it. laugh I be like, because <laughs> I know, because so, that's how I feel like I would be. So I get it. So yeah. Um. Anyway, 
So I told him, I was like, you know, like, I don't want to get my mom sick, like, blah, blah, blah. So in all honesty, that was part of the reason. But the other reason was I was kind of scared to fuck him. And not because, like, he was like a weirdo or nothing. I was just like, I would hate to fly all the way out there. His dick is huge, by the way. Fly all the way out there. I was going to ask. I was like, it must not be the right size. Oh, no. It was right up my alley. Oh, <laughs> you know, a tree trunk, a log, and a forest, you know. You little red riders are looking for a home. But I ended up flaking on him, and I, to this day, still feel really bad about it. Um, I remember even, like, jokingly saying to him, like, I still need my round. And he was like, oh, no, that's, we're never doing that again. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, he my was God. Stra- he was straight up with me. He was like, oh, that's never happening again. But it's cute. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh. It's just like, first of all, I had to block him because bitch, who you talking to? Second of all, I couldn't even be mad at it. Like I was like, I was gonna say, second of all, I understand because it's like, bitch, you played me, low key. But I didn't do it on purpose, and I didn't. I, you know, if somebody had did that to me, I obviously would have had to take it on the chin. But I also would be like, never. Oh yeah, you would have. That close friends would have been going up. Um, yeah, but in summation, I, I'm definitely, I'm handing out ass at the airport if that's where you wanted it. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. But I think, I think it's little acts of service like that. That's really cute. But unless we don't know each other, please don't try to fly me out. I'm going to say no. Cause that's kind of creepy. Like, can you imagine, like, like, can you imagine someone you met for like a day? Like I'm about to fly y'all. It's giving killer. It's, it's given in the back of a trunk. And I've heard people doing that, and I'm just like, wow, you're still alive to tell the story. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still alive, bitch. You, because you could have been with the cartel up a river somewhere. You, okay, you just that's not going scary. nowhere. People. Like, I was watching a TikTok, and this girl went on vacation, and she, like, saw a guy. She wanted to take a picture with him. She ended up taking a picture with him, being with him all night, and, like, ended up, like, relocating to where he was, and, been, and they were, they've been together. I'm like, that takes an amount of like trust in humanity that I do not have. Like I just yeah. don't like like I like literally I'm one of the people I'm all about vibes, but I can't imagine me committing to like relocating off one day. You never know. It may happen. I'm not gonna not speak it into my life. Cause you never know where like I may meet like, you know, like Dwight Howard out on the street and he may whisk me away and I won't say a thing unless Kitty pops up, then I'm telling her everybody. Kitty is crazy. Like, why? He has such a wide, <laughs> wide range in taste because the nigga that's suing him is like very yes. attractive. Yes, very and then, and then Kitty like, looked like something off 79th Street. I was like, oh. Walter with a wig on. I don't know if Kitty is trans, so we're just going to steer clear of those jokes. You know, Kitty oh, might oh, be a cross-dresser oh or a trans, was... so we're going to leave that alone. We, we are we are them. not. No, but I just thought about the fact they said that she, they walked in there with, they, they walked in there with a full beard on. and I know what like, you're saying, but I just want to clear the air in case people are new here. We don't play those type of games, but a full beard yeah. with a 28-piece is kind of wild. Face. <laughs> Your reaction. Let's say you hooking up with a nigga and it's like going hella good, and all of a sudden, kitty walk in the room. What? What you? Now doing? y'all know. 
I told y'all I'm pansexual. If Kitty, if Kitty, if Kitty was on her shit, Kitty probably could have played along. But Kitty okay. can't be in here looking like um, fucking um, Fred Flintstone. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Which, I, I'm fighting. I don't care. Everybody got to get hurt. That's crazy. Like, that, I, I, like I, I don't want to see Steve Harvey in a skirt. I don't. Just don't. <laughs> and don't then piss the worst part, they was like, they were like, Kitty drove drove Steve at home. I was like, now wait a minute, bitch. Then you drive and be home, bitch. This is where I go. It really like. gave. It really gave Uncle Kitty at that point because now it's like. <laughs> like what the fuck this is turning to a fucking shuttle company all of a sudden I thought we was getting freaky I came over here for some dick and I'm getting dropped off by this nigga uncle auntie I don't uncle want to Lester. do it uncle, uncle Lester <laughs> dropped me off I just, that's insane like oh we are God. getting so cancelled <laughs> I, I was just thinking that I was, I was like damn 123 that's the one I was just thinking that. that's why I, that's why my mouth was just open I was just like yep that's it that's how we got her kitty. This kitty. the one taken out by the kitty. That's crazy. Um, what else should we talk about today? Do we do we even want to? I you know I have to pee so bad. What's going on with Twitter circles? It's going away. It's no more. So if you have a Twitter circle, oh. enjoy your. It's gonna be. I wonder if it's about to be like the um, fleet apocalypse, and it's gonna be dicks and ass, dicks and ass, dicks and ass everywhere. I'm excited to see that part, but I, I guess they're getting rid of it. Um, the last time I was on Twitter, uh, the last time I had a Twitter account, um, like my circle post kept ended up as public posts on a timeline. (laughs) Like after they would be posted and then Twitter actually sent out an email. was like, we know some accounts have been affected by this like error. Can you imagine, can you imagine about to post your, your hoe on your, on your Twitter close friends? Auntie Pearl said. Like, I just would be so mortified. Like, this is actually, I mean, I don't post bad shit. So, if something getting leaked, the coochie squirting, okay? Okay, it's giving what it needs to give. I mean, I'm sure I got some things, like, because, you know, on Snapchat, like, when you, I don't know, like, when I record stuff in Snapchat, like, I just, I'll record it, and then I'll, edit it, crop stuff out, put a filter on it yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the original still be in there. If my originals get leaked, oh, I'm done for. Like, the girls are gonna drag me to hell in that, because I'll be looking at a fucking mess, but that cat be looking fat. i just be looking okay. like, like shit. <laughs> I feel like a fat cat can distract from anything. You got a crooked mm. toe, you get a slap a little fat cat in there. Got a, mm. got a fucking wonky eye, fat cat in there. Like Just turn your head around, baby. I ain't got to see that eye. <laughs> Look somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty in the eye, take me out, baby. Kitty in the eye. <laughs> I can't do. I ain't dealing with no kitty in the eye, baby. Y'all oh, both gotta go. This is insane. Um. Oh, I want to ask you this one question before we go. Every time you say "oh," I die. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> Y'all, this we get okay. We can't do this show drunk no more. Well, I'm the only one drunk. I'm just high. I got I got some new weed, so I only had a couple sips of this wine. And I, I y'all, if if I could express how bad I got to pee right now, imagine, 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 <laughs> imagine a world like that. 
imagine like filling up a water balloon and you just keep filling it until it's about to pop. That's how bad I got to pee right now. Oh, and then he just drunk a little more. I think it's already. <laughs> I think it's already. I feel like. Um, I feel like. Do you, closing like, question. Yeah. If you could commit one crime to ensure that this crime is never committed ever again in life. Oh. Like, if once you commit this crime, it can never be committed again. Like, it, it goes away forever. What crime would you pick? Okay. Do I get arrested for the crime? Mm, interesting. <laughs> I pivot. No, because you're kind of like, you know, depending on what it a is, savior. you're kind of like a savior. Okay. I would probably... Everybody gonna think I'm not a good person. <laughs> Don't say something. I'm gonna have to cut out this episode. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say like I would. I would like rob something super fucking expensive so I can get super fucking rich. And so that way nobody could ever rob again. So you'll never get robbed of your millions. Yeah. So I'd just be a billionaire by myself. Not that I didn't. I didn't take out murder or anything like that. It's the best. Cause that's what I was thinking. I was like, I got somebody I would kill and get a, you know, oh if I had a free pass, you know. <laughs> but but then you then you just got murder on your conscience. At least I have millions of dollars. We gonna have to add that to a rule book, and then your conscience gets wiped away because you just. Ah, uh, you can you would have <laughs> I like an addendum girl When we sign them contracts I'm like okay And add this in there too (laughs) Bitch Yeah so I would definitely Just be like rich as fuck And be like well Now no one can ever rob anyone else So I guess you all have to do The normal way I think I probably would commit Like wire fraud And just like wire myself Like a cool four billion From like Chase Bank A trillion At that point we even had that much. Yeah, they, 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 they right. got they'll re, they'll recoup it back. They selling cocaine and shipping it and right in our faces anyway, so it don't matter. That's probably that's probably how about to get canceled because you said that. That's Ooh. how that's, that's <laughs> how we figure out. Uh-huh. Allegedly. Allegedly Chase Bank Allegedly. was smuggling cocaine. Now I'm safe. Oh. <laughs> or like they do on the view. I have a legal note. Chase Corporation has denied all allegations of smuggling cocaine like as Pablo Escobar and all them other niggas in the cartel. They said they ain't do that shit. I believe the cartel. I don't know. I don't know what Chase Bank got going on. I believe the cartel ain't do shit. Um, this is the end of this ridiculous ass episode. Please follow us. And probably the podcast all together. If any of those corporations here. It was fun while it lasted. We got a few views, a few clicks, a few laughs. We're done. It's over. And I'm lonely now. I don't know if the word. Follow us on Instagram at Boys Next Door Pod. It's from Cheetah Girls, a movie I've never seen, by the way. I I haven't seen it since it first came out. Yeah, never seen it. Never seen like like Pocahontas, The Little Mermaid. Never seen none of that shit. What a dark childhood. Yeah, I was watching like um, I used to watch like, like I used to watch like a lot of like paranormal stuff. Like they would like 
look for ghosts in hotels and stuff like that. I used to watch a lot of stuff. I used to watch like a lot of Storm Chasers. I used to watch a lot of Tyler Perry. Okay. Cartoons. But oh. obviously not the right ones. Porn. <laughs> Literally porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what a colorful childhood we had. Boys Next Door Pod is the Instagram. That's also the YouTube. I am Blackberry. And you are. I thought you were. I thought you were. <laughs> oh, because you know, I got a P, and I was just thinking, like, I was just saying how I hate when podcasters be acting like they don't want to be there no more, but right now I'm acting like I don't want to be here because I got a. It's just because I, I got a P, y'all. I didn't even know that. I thought you were doing something else. Okay. And then I'm Ken Lush, and that's underscore underscore K E N L U S double H. So follow me there. And this if regular watch- Ken Lush on Instagram. If you watched the video, it looked like I was masturbating. That's probably why you said that. Was I having an orgasm? No, like you're a fart. You like you're a fart. Oh. Like- <laughs> when what? I fart, oh, I've been fart. You know what? We're going to end this episode right here because I was about oh. to. <laughs> that is the confession we need. Goodbye. Ah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>